0: Hey, what's going on? Welcome to The Doug Show. My name is Doug Huntington, and in this episode, we get an update from Ariel for July. So in June, we were, we were a little late with our update, but July, we're, we're right on the ball. It's actually pretty early in the month, and we're gonna hear about what's been going on. So how's it going today?
1: All good today. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a very interesting uh, episode because everything was going well, and then, yeah, we've got a bit of a shock towards the end of the month.
0: So what happened? I guess take us take us from the beginning and um, let's hear about it.
1: Yeah, so everything was growing. I think I got 25,000 page views on both sites, the so site two and site seven. They're at the same amount of traffic. But um, my ad revenue was up with site, well, with both sites, the ad revenues up. Um, and Amazon, i done really well on Amazon with site seven. So it was, it, it'd been a good month for both sites. And then on the 29th of July, I got hit by some sort of algorithm update. Um, I thought it was me adding AMP to the site because Google suggested that I add AMP. And, um, I took its advice because I had a, a 32 pound AdSense day. So I thought, okay, let, what can I do to improve this, these AdSense earnings? So it told me to do that. I did that. And then maybe a day later, I saw my, um, my Google search console and my page, my visits had just fallen off a cliff. So I thought it was that, but then quite a few people had said that they'd been hit recently as well. And I know that Google's rolling out that product update, but because the site is 95% informational, I didn't think that's what it was. But
0: I think that's what it was. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. That's always a bummer. And actually I was going to say for many of the updates and the case studies that I've done in the last couple of years, most of those have made it through without getting hit by algorithm updates, even sites that are heavy with um, product reviews. But Yeah. yeah, say again, what was the percentage of informational to product reviews on this particular site?
1: It's 95%, probably more. It's it's mostly um, informational content. Uh, There's not many products, so there's no specific Amazon pages. There are some other affiliate um, reviews, but they're not... Yeah, there's like two or three maybe.
0: Okay. And just refresh our memory. I can't remember if you mentioned the earnings for site two and site seven. And for the people that are catching up, this is, you know, like the, the seventh uh, update that we've done or so six or seven of them. So we're following yeah. along and earnings are growing and you've been putting time in the site so people could check out some of the other blog posts and updates and all that. But yeah, what were the earnings for the two sites?
1: So site two and just under $1,200. And Site 7 earned $555.
0: Okay. So you were definitely moving in the right direction. What was the breakdown for Site 2 for the revenue, of uh, you know, affiliate versus ads?
1: Yeah. So ads were just under $600 and um, affiliates, well, the, the rest of it was affiliates. So 600 yeah, just under $600 for affiliates and then digital okay. products.
0: Got it. Okay. And yeah, it's pretty cool to have that much revenue on the affiliate side, even though it's mostly informational content. So it just goes to show if you have the right breakdown of um, content and the right offers, then it can be a really nice split. So Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that you mentioned, I want to point out is the AMP and it's accelerated mobile pages. Is that right? Yeah. And I, I never actually played around with it or used amp ever yeah. and i know it was suggested and google was really pushing it for a few years but i honestly haven't heard much about it in a while so yeah. what do you have to do to install amp what do you do i
1: haven't i had i had no idea um, again I've, I've not heard much people speak about it either so i should have known it wasn't it wasn't even though it's probably not to blame i should have known it wasn't integral but um in adsense it said your, page, your pages are doing well, but if you want to optimize further, add AMP and um, here's our plugin. But I think Rank Math already had a setting that I could just toggle. So I've done that. Um, I can't remember if I had to install another plugin, but it told me shortly after in Search Console that my pages, some pages were broken or not configured properly. I think I got an email to say that my AMP settings weren't whatever. But by that time... I had already noticed the site was dropping. So I just thought, let me take AMP off just in case it's that. And yeah.
0: Got it. Okay. All right. And before we move on about like what to do next, um, what work were you doing on the site? Like, were you publishing more? Were you updating old content? What was going on during July?
1: Yeah. So I'd slowed down adding new articles. Um, I think my writer has, she's still got another Three articles in the queue, but I'd slowed down, and I was just improving older articles. So my VA was going in, doing um, internal links, adding more images, um, spacing out. So if there were if there were any blocks, paragraph, um, maybe over four or five lines, she'd go and separate those where it was natural. Um, checking out my headings, I added Query Hunter as well to find any. I don't know if you've heard of, if you've heard of Query Hunter. Um, but it it allows you to find other search terms that you're ranking for but it shows you how far you're ranking down the page so position seven eight and it shows you how many times you've included it if you've not included it um, so I went through and I added more of those naturally and um, that's all I was doing just going through and improving older articles so but I also noticed that 60 or so articles that I'd added over the past few months hadn't been indexed. So that was something as well, but that was a good thing. <laughs> so
0: yeah. So what did it. you do when you discovered that? Do you have any idea why you, those weren't indexed? I don't,
1: know, I don't know why they weren't indexed. They weren't on the sitemap, um, So I had to check my settings to see if rank math was telling it not to crawl those pages, but there was nothing wrong with it. Um, So I went, I'd done the instant indexing and added, refreshed the sitemap, went onto Google search console, updated the sitemap, and then it was showing that it had picked them up. So there was no issues with that. Um, It crawled them. I don't know if it indexed them, but it crawled them. Um, And so I was waiting for the traffic to to start coming in from those. And then I got hit.
0: (laughs) Okay. So have you been hit with an algorithm update before? No, no. Okay. I,
1: I thought I was scot free.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the other thing uh, we should point out also is like this site didn't have any, like a link building done. No. Very few links in general is informational. So it's really, it really seems like it should not be a site that would be susceptible to algorithm updates or any yeah. kind of product review update, anything like that. Um, do you, like, if you had to guess, um, like some reasons and I'll, I'll maybe say, actually I'll, I'll phrase it a different way. Cause we talked before yeah. and I know you don't have an idea. Yeah. So it doesn't fall into the product review area. It doesn't have any weird backlinks. It's high quality content. You wrote a lot of it and then you're editing yeah. a lot of things that you had writers do. So high quality as well. Mm-hmm from an EAT standpoint expertise authority and trust where do you feel it falls on there is this an industry where it matters do you have good EAT
1: yeah it, it matters and it's got out of all of my sites it's got the most EAT um you know what it is so yeah so out of all my sites it's got the most EAT my writer actually the two the two writers I've used are solid as well with EAT and I actually went back and added them, um, linked to their social pages and stuff. So, and I've not done that for any of my other sites. Sure. Um, I've done the, the, this person doesn't exist type of thing on those other sites. So of all the sites that would be hit by something like this, it wouldn't be this one. So maybe Google the algorithm rectifies, but who knows?
0: We will see. Um, okay so any other news uh things that you worked on or anything interesting before we get into like what you're going to do next
1: uh no not for site two site seven um got a nice boost with amazon earnings so that one did i mention yeah so it earned 412 dollars in amazon earnings i think last month it was like 100 and something so That got a nice boost. It didn't fall in the category of increased commissions, though. So I think it was due to adding the products, the essential products, to the bottom of the post. But I guess next month we'll tell if that's that's the case or not.
0: When did you add those essential products?
1: Um, I think in the middle of the month. I think, okay. yeah, mid, mid-July, so a couple
0: weeks okay. ago. And just to be clear, just at the bottom of uh, each post, it's just like, here's stuff that you would... Here's like the starter kit or whatever?
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: All right, cool. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, that site is less than a year old, right?
1: Yeah, it's about maybe 10 months now.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, and I mean, that's great. I mean, we, we shifted. We're still tracking it over on the blog post so people can follow along with both sites, but... Mm-hmm you know, we ran into an issue with the ad revenue just because of the specific industry. There are not many advertisers, but there are, you know, a handful of products. Some of them are expensive. So, I mean, it's it's cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, if this, if it grew a little bit more, it could be, you know, thousand plus plus dollars per month without, you know, stretching it too much, I don't think.
1: Yeah, actually, there's actually an opportunity to, this is way further down the line because it's not not necessarily something I want to get into, but there is an opportunity to do white label products for that niche. It's very um, is very niche and not very competitive. And as you said, the, the products do sell quite well. And if they're coming to the site, they are coming to buy already. So if it works out well, it might be worth getting into doing white label products for that and growing as a as an e-commerce brand but as i said it's not something i'm directly interested in so sure yeah
0: (laughs) okay cool well anything else with site seven or is that pretty much summary
1: yeah that's uh, yeah site seven's going up in ads the epmv is still awful but it's it's getting more traffic so naturally the ads are going up it's got the same amount of traffic as site two but then the seven dollar or so epmv compared to the 25, 30, uh, it's not, it doesn't
0: match up. So. Yep. So let's move on to what you're going to do. So before, actually, before we do that, when you noticed the traffic was down and you realized it was an algorithm update emotionally, like how did that feel? Like, you know, it was the first time around you've heard of other people and they're like, Oh, it's the worst thing ever. So where (laughs) were you at with this?
1: I, the first thing I done is I laughed and then I sent a screenshot to my sister because it was, it was um, the contrast. I was going through Search Console as I do and I go down my list of sites and one of my sites had, it, it had almost a parallel jump. So it, it went in the opposite direction. It just shot, shot up about 300 um, clicks. So I was like, wow, this this has happened. And so I was happy because of that. And then clicked down, <laughs> one, one down, and then I saw that, and I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> the contrast. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm okay because I know I've got those other sites, but I'd probably be pretty gutted if that was my only site.
0: And this is one of those instances where my advice of just like working on one site, like you're in better shape, you have multiple sites, you had one go up and there's not much, not much to say about it. I mean, there's pros (laughs) and cons and, you know, sometimes I think both, both ways can be valid, but yeah, I definitely push the, you know, do one site, but when you hit with an algorithm update, then you're stuck with one site and you're like, what do I do now?
1: I get, I mean, I get, I get the, I, I agree with the advice for, for most people. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I'm like completely, I'm, I'm not special in that way. Cause it can happen. It's happened to that site, but, um, but I also wasn't a blank slate coming into this and I've, I've had sites before and it's, it's kind of like, I've just SEO has evaded me, but I do know some basics, you know, that stuff. So I didn't think I'd be in over my head and and learning what HTTPS is and all these new terms. They weren't, you know, I wasn't starting from nothing. So I did think I'd be able to, it's just taken me longer, I guess, because I've seen some people start on the one site and then in, in the first 12 months they've, they've just shot up because they put all their energy into that. So I definitely get it. But um, yeah, now being in this position, I'm really glad that I've got, The other's
0: just doing their thing. Want to give a quick shout out to sponsor of the show, Ezoic, in their product Leap. It'll help your website load faster and get green and core web vitals. They have a great blog over there. So even if you are... Already using Ezoic, I encourage you to go, you know, check out their blog. They publish a lot of good information and well researched. There's some cool uh, guest posters on there occasionally. Funny enough, I don't think I've ever guest posted over there, but check out Ezoic. It's, uh, you know, there's tons of great software over there. One thing I kind of harp on, especially if it's someone who doesn't use Ezoic is to, you know, sign up and check it out, of course. But once you're in there in you have the ability to get the uh, premium ads, Uh, go for that. At least test it for a month. It almost always, those are my words, It very often it will put you uh, ahead of where you were. So definitely worth checking out. And I won't go into too many details here, but thanks to Ezoic. Let's get back to the show. Totally makes sense, and yeah, it proves the the other side, and that's cool, okay, mm-hmm. so you made it through you're staying fairly calm, you haven't made any crazy decisions yeah. what what do you think you want to do next
1: um as i said i'm I'm used to pivoting at this point, but it makes more sense because because it's not a side that it it doesn't it doesn't seem like the hit is warranted. So if it was a site that was heavy with product updates or I'd done some dodgy stuff with it, then I'd probably be more inclined to leave it and go to something else. But because I know I've built it properly and it might bounce back, I think it makes more sense to um, continue doing what I was doing. So building the brand and um, doing the email list, as we spoke about before, and um, the YouTube and all of that stuff, everything else that I can control. And yeah, just leaving Google to figure it out.
0: Okay. And currently, do you have any um, traffic coming from YouTube or any other sources aside from Google?
1: Um, I've not actually checked what the, um, I know, I know it's it's probably 80% coming from, it's 80% organic traffic. So okay. yeah, so the, the other source would be YouTube. That's the only other source it could be.
0: Okay, and that's actually you know good. Good to see. You know that you can get traffic from YouTube, and you haven't put too much effort into the YouTube yeah. side, right?
1: Yeah, it's just it's been doing its own thing.
0: Okay, not that YouTube is easy or it's like super quick, but it's another you know path that you can take, and hopefully, Google will catch up and like give your site traffic and rankings yeah. again, and, you know, maybe even having the YouTube, um,
1: That's what I was thinking,
0: the connection. Know, exactly. Yeah. yeah. YouTube can link and you can embed your videos and link to the, yeah. your videos and all that stuff. And that can really, you know, can send some good signs. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen any specific case studies where people have shown that, um, it always works, but sometimes mm-hmm. you hear there's, you know, th- this video did well. And then the traffic went up on the page. Yeah. You know, then the rankings went up. So, okay. And I tend to agree with you. I mean, if you if you knew that there was something wrong, mm. you kn- or you were doing something that was like on the cusp of what Google yeah, likes, right, then, yeah, <laughs> then you could go and change it or whatever. But in this case, you know, it's good content. All the things we've talked about, and you know you you'd potentially i mean you were working on this site for a little while right so yeah. i mean it's something that you're interested in and you should be able to keep going and you yeah. know recover from this now any questions no okay so one thing that we were chatting about before is just doing some analysis so there are you know there are certain things you could probably focus on and we're saying hey improve content you know make sure you're still publishing high quality stuff and improve and fix any issues quality wise with the content but one thing you could do is have a look at the serps and analyze them usually qualitatively so you'll you'll go and have a look at a handful of keywords that you used to rank really well for and then See what moved up, Mm -hmm. see what moved down, see if you could draw any like patterns or recognize any patterns or big sites ranking now, did your site get hit and none of your peers did? Or did did all of your peers and everyone with a similar site, did they get hit? Mm -hmm. So as you look at that, you'll hopefully see patterns and see like, oh, these sites that did well. Yeah. and they moved up, they, they all have this sort of quality. And then the ones that fell like yours, maybe you recognize something else. So
1: yeah.
0: further you have, you lost three quarters of your traffic. So yeah. you're still getting some traffic on some pages. So have a look yeah. at those and see if you could see any patterns as well. So
1: yeah. it's all very, those ones are the ones that have recently indexed or, because the ones that all those, the top 10 or top 20, they all, they're all they still indexed, but they got moved down um, in ranking. So the other ones that are coming up, I don't think it's, you know, the algorithm um, re- recur- um, repairing itself. I think those are just those new articles gaining more rank. So, okay. yeah, so I don't think <laughs> there's anything there specifically.
0: Interesting. Okay. Well, and overall, it's, there's not much structure to what I just told you. There's no like conclusions where it's like, Oh, look for this. You know, part of it is like, well, I have no idea. You, you don't either. No one would have any (laughs) idea, but if you, if you are looking for specific things and you have like categories of things that could be wrong, which you, you may end up, you know, thinking of anyway, but if you go in expecting to find something like you're probably going to look for patterns that prove what you're trying to prove, just like, you know, you installed AMP
1: and I thought it was that, yeah,
0: yep. And I just talked to someone else the other day and they did, they did something else like uh, their site uh, dropped in rankings. And then they what changed the header on their website. That wasn't it? Yeah. And then it went back up and he was like, Oh, I figured it out. I just made this yeah. one change. But then someone else the told him yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, Yep, there there was an algorithm update. It was that. Yeah. So yeah. The
1: thing is, somebody else mess. I've had quite a few people message me on Twitter saying that their sites have dropped, and there was so looking for patterns and, and whatnot. I thought maybe it's a, an age domain thing and all of that stuff, but then somebody said that they have a site that is like a hundred percent informational, seven seven and a half years old, and that got hit. And then there's another guy that was getting like a million a million visitors a month, and then his thing I think it was way more than that actually. And he's, he's lost like 80% of his traffic as well, just over the past. Yeah. So that, (laughs) I I think it is something that's going to recover, but yeah, there's no way of knowing. There's no way of knowing.
0: And then have you looked, um, at the SERPs at all? Did you see like what's ranking now? How how does it look?
1: Yeah. I saw, I, I was actually, I had to go down a couple pages to see the articles that were in the top one, two, three spaces uh, I actually went searching for them myself and page one, page two, I think one was at the bottom of page two. The other said it was still there, but I couldn't see it. Um, so it just looks like it's taken those top performing ones. And then the newly, the the recently, maybe the ones that I thought were indexed before those 60, maybe those have just been indexed and they weren't hit as a result of this stuff. And then it, that, it's those that are coming up. So I have to get, actually go back and check if that is the case. Hmm. So that would be interesting.
0: That is odd. So the the top people dropped down and they dropped down pretty far, not just to the bottom of the <laughs> yeah. first page. They kicked them, they,
1: way they out. Kicked them completely, <laughs> completely back.
0: So that said, did yeah. you look at any of the new top Only positions? One,
1: that was before. So there was my, my best affiliate article that was bringing in like a lot of affiliate commission that that when that one dropped down to maybe position four that was at number one for the keyword I targeted for a long time and it was doing so well and I guess somebody found it who had more um domain authority than me and then they just took it um so I saw I went on the page and I could see I could see why they they won it um and plus the authority but I've not seen that with these recent articles I've got to go through and check that
0: gotcha Okay. So overall, it sounds like you'll, you're staying the course roughly, um, not really shifting anything as far as, uh, publishing or improving content. Yeah. Did I get that wrong or or is that pretty much the plan?
1: Um, as in just to focus on the things that I said, so the newsletter type Mm -hmm. stuff and that and not go over to the other sites
0: yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's tough. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm gonna, gonna try and do that.
0: Okay. I mean, you can think about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't have to decide now. And well, that said, do you know what you'll be doing? So the thing is with the newsletter, you know, before you were getting a lot more traffic. So you had like yeah. an audience to try to get to sign up so now know you, you know you got to go to youtube potentially so yeah, yeah where do you stand with that do you have like youtube ideas are you already um are you already engaged and have a plan around that
1: um i have yeah so with the newsletter thing you're you're completely right i had an opportunity to be collecting emails when i was getting a lot of the traffic so now getting 250 visits a day I can still try and get emails but it's not the same um I've got it set up anyway so I'm still going to collect the emails and plan out the Mm -hmm. newsletter um based on I guess I could promote the top articles that were that had fallen out and then try and send traffic back to those Uh, so make evergreen content around those articles um but yeah with YouTube I do it's going to take, that's the thing with YouTube is it takes more, it takes a lot more from you than, you know, writing a blog post and I can't outsource it as well. So it's going to take longer to, I can't commit to one video a week or, you know, I can't do a schedule, but I do have ideas. It's just going to take a bit for me to sit down and do them.
0: Gotcha. You could do just the low quality, high quantity approach that I do for YouTube. Have you seen all my jasper videos i just record i don't, record. I don't,
1: I don't yeah. think it's low quality i think that sort of thing works and that sort of thing would work for the niche as well and i could probably yeah i could probably do something like that where i'm doing the screen and then uh, uh whatever that is in the when you're in the corner i could do i could do some of those but the idea that i have um is not that so
0: yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, it's definitely easier from a production standpoint, you know, usually very little editing and minor, fairly raw where it's like, I'm showing you when I'm making mistakes.
1: Yeah, I, could, yeah. I could
0: make it look much easier. And maybe some of the, some of the other more polished videos, like when I do a proper review, but yeah. now I'm just doing like authentic demos. Yeah. And people
1: expect it anyway, with that sort of video, they expect it to be kind of just the same way life doesn't require you to have everything planned out and not make Mm -hmm. mistakes. When people see you going through things, they kind of expect it. So I could, I could find a way to put those in between the ones that I've planned out just so I can do a consistent thing and maybe take a day to get a bunch of those done and then schedule it. That might, that might work for that, but I can't see any immediate um, benefit for the page with it.
0: no, No, I mean, it would really be, well, kind of, I mean, my Jasper videos are a pretty good example and I'll do it for other companies as well. But I mean, the call to action is, you know, sign up for like the free course, which is email list building. And then the other is, um, you know, sign up for the product, which is, you know, the revenue generation and I'm getting, you know, people are signing up. You know, not as many as I was hoping in the short term, but I think as I figure out what I'm doing, it can grow and then people are, you know, buying the product. So
1: people are going to keep finding it anyway. It's not going to run out.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, And for me, I like to, it's, it's easier to do those videos, number one, but I'm sort of like forming my thoughts and thinking through it. So, yeah, and I, cause I don't know exactly what I want to cover. Um, but as I am learning and as I go through it, like I'm identifying things and then I see what the audience is interested in. And then, I mean, I I wouldn't have to publish all those things, but it's like I'm publishing and I'm learning and the audience gets Mm -hmm. something to, um, but yeah, it's one approach, approach, but yeah. definitely not as, um, yeah, it's just not as polished. It's just a different out. kind of yeah, content. Yeah.
1: I think so. that make that, that's, um, that's the smarter way to do content anyway. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Gary V and he always says yep. document don't create. So it makes sense. And I, I definitely could do that with, yeah, I, def, I, I, felt, I thought of a way that I could do that basically. I'm not, I can't say it now, but
0: yeah, sure. Yeah. Cool. In. Yeah, both kinds of videos are valuable in, in different ways. And like the, the polished, shorter ones, you know, that's a potentially a much bigger audience, especially on YouTube. People don't necessarily watch a lot, like long videos that are rambling. So, okay, cool. Anything else you could think of?
1: Uh, no, not not requiring. Now I've got an idea. So
0: <laughs> okay. now I
1: know what they're going to do. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, we will check in with you um, next month for the update, of course. And Mm -hmm. while I have you on, you are one of the reasons why I started playing around with uh, Jasper and the other Mm -hmm. AI tools. So this is just a random little segment that we'll add in. When using Jasper, I'm still getting the mechanics down and all that stuff, but when you're using Jasper, you can feed in like new sort of quote, updated information. The database that Jasper has is like circa 2019 or 2020 or so. And if you are trying to get something written or you you want Jasper's help for something that is maybe it's a, a news story from just a couple of days ago, you can feed in information. So how do you manage that? Like when you're writing a document and do you just keep copying and pasting for each paragraph or what do you do?
1: So I'd have my um, out, my my outline. So my H twos, maybe some H threes, and I will gather my data. So the key information as bullet points for un, for underneath each of the headings. So maybe six or seven bullet points of information I know Jasper doesn't have if it's date sensitive or just anything anything factual, um, and then I'll put that into the paragraph creator and then see what it comes up with. So he's really good with. Taking the information, understanding where it's supposed to be placed, and then making a paragraph of that. I don't use content improver much anymore. It used to be a good way to again take maybe a couple lines that you found somewhere else, maybe in an ebook or something, or Reddit, Reddit or, or Quora, um, and then put that in um, paragraph. What's it called again? I just said it and I've forgotten. Paragraph, improver. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah, content improver. Um, and then it would give you, it would like build that out and give you a better way of saying it. But, um, paragraph, the paragraph generator is the main tool that I use. So I put the key information in there. It gives you an output and then you can add your voice to it.
0: Okay. And so the paragraph generator, and I've played with that one a little bit. So that, that makes sense. Can you do the same thing in the, like the document mode, like the boss mode where it's the full long form document?
1: Yeah, so you can you can use commands. I'm not I'm not um, an expert with commands, but I use them I use them when I need to when I don't want it to continue um, on the, the train of thought that it was doing. Um, so I would like c- you could put the information above above on the um, underneath the H2, and then um, you can do an arrow and then summarize or write a paragraph using the bullet points above. Um, and things like that but what you need to do is you put three um, asterisks at the top so it knows not to go above that Um, and then put two hashtags so it knows you want to talk about this heading and then go on from there so there's loads of little tips and tricks that you can you can do and it's got recipes as well to help you I don't really use the recipes too much because it slows down the workflow but I pretty much just start a new document put my h2s in and then
0: build it out from there in the paragraphs got it cool that makes sense and for the people that are you know just listening on the podcast i mean we, we were just talking through it but uh we're getting in the weeds of exactly how to use jasper and all the stuff that you said makes sense and as i've used it for just about a week or so now um, you know more about. yep yeah so like mm-hmm. at, at the very first i was like you know, it was kind of hard to get anything like super yeah. useful. But as time went on, I knew there w- there were ways to feed in new specific specific yeah. information. Information it could be you know this uh, blog post for your July update. I mean, you pro- like you could feed in the information that you have,
1: put it, put it up, yeah,
0: <laughs> and then get a, l- a little bit of a narrative. I'm sure there would be some random stuff. Um, sometimes yeah. it goes on like a fictional a fictional yeah, kick does, um,
1: tell a story and you're like I don't want to say that that's, that's not it's not coming from me but it, does,
0: um, it doesn't make sense yeah like yeah. I tried to get some specific examples and actually like fed an example in and then yeah. it just kept going making up in another example about a fictitious <laughs> yeah. person not a real one yeah. so yeah it's been interesting and yeah before we uh, finish up here, you mentioned a bunch of other tools um, in the past, which like yeah. your top other favorite tool aside from Jasper.
1: So I don't, Jasper is my main, my main, um, I use Jasper as like a word processor. So if I've got an outline or if I get a, a Google doc back from my writer, I'll put it in Jasper just to begin with. But I use um, a SERP analyzer called through, which is free Um, And that just, like I said, it gives you all the the top 10 or top 20, and it shows you what headings they're using. So sometimes it can actually make, I think now he's updated it, and it can make you a document outline. So you can give that to your writer, or you can use that, and it's gone into a lot more depth. Um, So that's uh, that's one tool to use. But I use Outranking.io, which is a competitor for Jasper, but it also... Does the SERP stuff? So Jasper doesn't do the SERP stuff. In in order to get the same thing, you need to use it with um, Surfer SEO. So that's two subscriptions. But without ranking, uh, you can yeah, you can just get the SERP information. It also helps you build headlines based on those top articles. So if there's the top ten are, are all talking about something specific to do. Let's say you're talking about race cars or something. There there's going to be like a common theme across the top 10 articles um, for that keyword. And then um, the tool will make its own. So you're not copying anybody's headline um, titles and it will make its own based on that and give you some more things that you can cover and show you what you, what you could add to improve it or to make it better than those articles. So okay. I do that outline based on, you know, with some SERP information and put that in Jasper. I don't really use Jasper's outlines because it's not informed by anything so um yeah so Got i'll have to make my own outline or get some help from the serps
0: perfect okay yeah i'll have to check out out ranking i think they I, know,
1: yeah.
0: I think I'll, i think that company tried to get in touch with me uh, i think most of them have in the past yeah, so you've, and been it's just,
1: talking, you've been yeah. talking smack about ai and they don't like
0: it <laughs> <laughs> they, well I, I think it'd be great if they watched any of my videos but i think they're just like randomly getting in touch oh, okay. with like anyone in the blogging area oh, okay, fair um enough. otherwise if they saw anything they'd be like we're not going to contact this guy but <laughs> they you it was at the point where basically i just told every if anyone wanted me to promote something i was like no i'm not i, I oh, don't okay, have time to yeah. leave, use your tool i don't care but <laughs> this they fit in so in the other one is called yeah. through you said it's a SERP analyzer oh, an yes yeah, it's,
1: it's just cool. a SERP analyzer um, all right
0: good awesome well this has been um an interesting update sorry your site got hit but it is like the reality and the thing is you got several other sites so it's not the you know the worst thing <laughs> in the world. the world yeah all right where can people find you
1: i am as i said on the last video tweeting more often than i should be it's too convenient but i'm on twitter i ariel cpx um i'm on i'm on instagram but it's got nothing to do with i'm trying to to make it more professional so but that's the same username and then i'm on youtube uh london stacks all right <laughs> that. and Arielphoenix.com of course with my income
0: reports and yeah perfect all right well thanks a lot we'll catch up with you next month yeah, you start working on these case studies and, you know, I'm trying to coach people, help them out and everything. And, you know, you hope it works out well, but there are a lot of variables out there outside of our control. A lot of them, you know, come from Google, but there are plenty of other external forces that we just can't control. And, you know, this was, uh, this is a tough one. Uh, You know, I'm not sure what to do. She does have a few sites to work with. So that is kind of good, but you don't want to keep pivoting and changing what you're working on over and over again. So if you, you know, if you were to go back to the first episode of this series back in January, Ariel tells us about how she has seven sites. A couple of them are doing okay. And a couple of them sort of stand out. So quick refresh, we started working on one of the sites. I believe she called it site number seven, a very creative name, but just happened to be the seventh one. So working on site seven for a little while, and then we realized that it probably had an artificially low ceiling of what it could be due to the topic area and monetization abilities and just capabilities. So we pivoted over to site number two now of course we're we're seeing a bit of an issue with the google algorithm update so we have a you know decision to make ariel has a decision to make i could just you know point out some options but when you look at it and you take a step back you have to make trade-offs you have to make a decision move forward everything's a trade-off you don't know how it's going to turn out if you you know change your mind and you want to, you know, switch things up, that's okay. It's a different point in time. So you never really can go back and you're kind of better off just making a decision, moving forward, you know, try to make the best decision you can based on the information that you have. But also, you know, you may look and see what decision might still work out even if it fails. So, I've mentioned this sort of idea before. Scott Adams is the person I heard it from where he works on projects and even if they fail, he either learns something or expanded his network. Those are the two main things you can typically get even if you do fail one of the things that you're trying to work on. So in this case, we will see how it shakes out. With algorithm updates, things go up, things go down. There does seem to be fairly uh widespread issues with the last couple updates and you know a lot of times people say "Uh, google's out of of their minds over there Uh, what are they doing but when they peel it back you look at the actual results it kind of makes sense kind of makes sense in this case in the recent updates i think probably the May 2022 update, and then the subsequent, you know, June and now late July. Gosh, I don't know if they were official updates, but just other uh, other impacts to the SERPs. There are uh, a lot of people who seem to have good websites with good content and no, you know, funny business as far as link building or other bullshit going on. So this one does leave a handful of people scratching their heads and. I haven't seen any patterns emerge now. I often say Uh, it's not like I'm out there doing a huge amount of data analysis. I'm purely anecdotal talking to people, hearing their stories, and it does seem to be a uh, head scratcher. So I don't know. And we'll see uh, how things shake out. Quick uh, shout out to Ariel. She, uh, you know, we were doing the recording and she was like, could you, could you hear the kids in the other room? And I was like, oh yeah, you could totally, I don't think we said it in the interview, but I was like, yeah, you totally hear the kids in the other room, but it's real. You know, she's taking her time out of the day and, you know, typically it's like afternoon or evening time when we record for her. So, you know, I appreciate her taking the time out and, uh, you know, pardon any of the uh, noises in the background. That's just life happening. And, uh, I was like, it's pretty authentic." Like people people know it's real. And, um, I did, I did tell her she has to, uh, you know, make them shut up next time, but you know, I forgive her this time. Nah, I'm just kidding. I told her it's all fine. And, uh, yeah, we had a, we had a good conversation. So we'll check back in and actually if you have any questions for Ariel or suggestions or observations or tips or anything, feedback at of course, you know, check out Ariel's stuff. She has a YouTube channel. She has a blog, uh, where she you know, does more thorough updates and that sort of thing for, uh, her income reports and other stuff like that. So check out her blog, check out her YouTube channel, all that stuff. And I think that's, that's it for today. Yeah, that's it for today. Have a good one. We'll catch you on the next episode.